Well, this coming Sunday is the Petil Tchelet Yom Iyun, marking 25 years since the renewal of Tchelet. This coming Sunday, May 22nd, starting at 9 a.m. at the Young Israel of Woodmere, uh, you'll be able to enjoy presentations by Rabbi Heshi Billet, Dr. Ari Greenspan, Mr. Joel Guberman, Rabbi Benzion Halberstam, Rabbi Arye Leibowitz, Rabbi Herschel Schechter, Rabbi Dr. Meir Soloveitchik, Dr. Baruch Sturman, Rabbi Michael Taubes, Rabbi Dr. Tzvi Hirsch Weinrib, or all who will be participating in the Batil Tchelet Yom Iyun. Admission is free. Information, info at tchelet.com. That's T-E-K-H-E-L-E-T dot com. Dr. Baruch Sturman is a physicist who helped develop the modern techniques for dyeing Tchelet authentically. He's co-founder of the Petil Tchelet Association, has written numerous articles on the subject, and considered a world expert on snail dyeing. He works with high-tech communications companies in the U.S. and Israel, where he lives with his wife and co-author Judy Taubes Sturman. Some of you may recall that a while back, uh, Dr. Sturman was in our studio to discuss the book that he and his wife co-wrote, entitled The Rarest Blue, The Remarkable Story of an Ancient Color Lost to History, and rediscovered. Dr. Baruch Sturman, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the end. Oh, we lost Dr. Baruch Sturman, unfortunately. <laughs> he was there. He was there on our phone line. But uh, he is no longer there on our phone line. We'll give him a minute to see if he could reconnect while I remind everybody that it's a Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM at a quarter after 8 o'clock on this day 23 in the counting of the Omer. We have a community calendar where we can go through some of the events going on and uh, hopefully reunite with Dr. Sturman within minutes uh, here at JMNAM. A reminder that this coming Wednesday night on May the 18th at MetLife Stadium, it is the 75th anniversary celebration for JEC, honoring Dr. Stephen Sinkfer, Mr. and Mrs. Edward and Cecile Mossberg in the early childhood department, and Mora Lisa Bond. Anybody out there with nostalgic photos or videos that you'd like to submit for Wednesday night's dinner or just be in touch regarding coming and enjoying the 75-year tribute to JEC happening at MetLife Stadium, 908-355-4850. Again, that's 908-355-4850. Or go to the website, thejec.org, for information. Again, that is thejec.org. Well, after that uh, long introduction, I again say the co-author of The Rarest Blue, The Remarkable Story of an Ancient Color Lost to History and Rediscovered, Dr. Baruch Sturman, with us live via telephone. Dr. Sturman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be back. Uh, it sounds like you're on a speakerphone. If you could pick it up, that would be wonderful because we've got a bad echo. And we will try to conduct the conversation because it's a very exciting event going on this coming Sunday as the Young Israel of Woodmere is hosted a Petil Tchelet Yom Iyun, marking 25 years since the renewal of Tchelet. Now, Dr. Sturman, uh, we, we spent a lot of time when you were here talking about the book, um, discussing this incredible journey that you and your colleagues have had. I know it is difficult to sum it up in a minute or two, but we have no choice. Before we talk about the event, we need to hear from you some of the history of this remarkable discovery. I turn it over to you to do just that. Could you let us know what has happened over the last 25 years to get to this point? Okay, I apologize for the uh, connection here. We're all the way coming from Ranana, and I think this is the best we're going to be able to do. All right, that'll do. Go ahead. Uh, uh, what's exciting uh, uh, and, and, and I think what we're really celebrating is 25 years to the renewal of Tchelet. 
just a few decades ago, 25 years ago, before then, no one had any clue as to what Tchelet was. And here we are, just, uh, just really just a few years later, and already uh, hundreds of thousands of Jews are wearing Tchelet, something that was lost for 1,300 years. In our book, we describe how could it possibly have been that such a, a, a crucial and beautiful mitzvah got lost, uh, and why was it so difficult to find again? Here we are uh, in, in the 20th, 21st century with all of the scientific discoveries, and yet this one, uh, this one discovery eluded all of science, not just to the Jews, but uh, all of science for all of those years. And uh, it really is, I think, uh, a tour de force, not only of the history uh, of, uh, of this remarkable technology and uh, this beautiful mitzvah, but also, I think, a real uh, triumph to the spirit of the Jewish people that never forgot that there was this mitzvah to wear the blue threads on their tzitzit, never were willing uh, to settle for anything other than the authentic source of this blue dye, this uh, uh, elusive chilazon, whatever that was. And all of those years just kept the dream until finally they were able to rediscover it. Dr. Baruch Sturman is with us, and we should make it clear to those who are not familiar, there's a biblical commandment that when one does in fact wear tzitzit, when one has a four-cornered garment on, and of course we go out of our way these days to do that, to wear a four-cornered garment, uh, then in each, uh, in each bundle of tzitzit, let's put it, uh, there has to be a string of this tchelet, right? That the, the color that you're calling blue, uh, but the color of the tchelet, uh in it, right? Would that be an appropriate explanation? Exactly right. In fact, that is really the the, the, the essence of the commandment. Uh, we, we read in the in the Kriyat Shema, and you should put on the tzitzit this thread of tchelet of the blue, and that's what you look at when you remember... Uh, your commandment, when you remember your commitment and your relationship with God, it's really the blue, or maybe the blue mixed with the white, which evokes that uh, uh, that feeling and that uh, closeness right. with God. Now, I, I don't mean to to be uh, uh, to be a smart aleck or to um, you know to give an an inappropriate analysis about progress or whatever word you want to use as things go on in the Jewish world, but but you have a roster this coming Sunday, for instance, of extremely. Uh, prominent uh, rabbinic authorities, all of whom I would assume in some way, shape, or form are going to address this topic. Um, you know, Dr. Sturman, it's no secret that um, change, especially these days, when it comes to Jewish tradition, is very, very difficult to implement. And, and let's assume for, for good reason that that is for good reason, that, uh, you know, that we have a tradition that at this point in our history is established, and most people, uh, if not all, are reluctant to change. This, this, one might argue, is a major change compared to what's been done over the last certainly hundreds, if not thousands, of years. And therefore, I ask, there are likely people like myself so curious how you and your colleagues were able to, I don't know, convince or prove to so many great rabbinic leaders that this is the way to go. Is there a way for you to explain how your passion and your activities in regard to Tchelet uh, changed the mind or altered the thinking of some of the great rabbinic leaders? Well, I'll tell you, you know, 25 years ago on the beach, the first time we ever uh, encountered these uh, these snails. We were there, the three of us, you, you know Ari Greenspan and Joel Guberman, right. all New Jersey boys, on the beach in northern Israel, 
And we met really there for the first time the inspiration behind this whole activity, and that was Rabbi Eliyahu Tevger. Now, the New Jersey boys, let me tell you, as soon as we realized that this was a thing, we just wanted to go out and push it and tell everybody and market it and, and uh, just make this, you know, the biggest thing that everybody had to immediately know about it. But Tevger said to us at that point, he said, listen, what is your goal? Is your goal to risk all or nothing? Within a year, everybody will be wearing chelet, but then if not, you may engender this uh, incredible backlash where people come out against you because you're pushing so hard. Or on the other hand, he said, is your goal that maybe 25 years from now, this is something that becomes accepted? And again, we're talking about 1991, almost prophetic. And we took a step back and we maybe a little bit against our uh, brash uh, American, um, you know, attitudes that we might have had. Uh, we took a step back and we listened to Rafevger. And what we decided at that point was that we were going to make this available for anybody who wanted to find out about it. We were going to make this available for anybody who wanted to wear it. But we were not going to do any pushing whatsoever. Slowly, this is something that we believe is, is an incredibly important thing, but not something that can be done by coercion or by marketing. And I think that it's amazing to look now, 25 years later, that this was really the right way, uh, really the only way to get something like this done. It has to come slowly. People have to get used to the idea. But I think what, Nachum, what you're pointing out is really very true. Um, the Jewish halacha is not against change. That's the word, halacha, is a way, a path. It moves, it evolves. But I think you have to be very, very careful that change is coming from the right place. And that was always our motivation, and I think that that was well-received by all of the rabbis who, uh, who we met. There are, there, of course, there is still, uh, I, I don't know if it's opposition, but there's skepticism, I would say, and there's... You know, many, many, many people out there who have uh, not yet adopted Chayrat, and maybe, uh, maybe that'll take another 25 years or maybe even another 100 years. Right. But it's something that will come nice and slow, uh, but slow and steady. Yeah, well, I understand the attitude that some people have that, you know, their fathers, grandfathers, and great-grandfathers, uh, you know, had a certain tradition and did a certain thing, and they, they're hesitant to change that. I get that, and a lot of people go through that in many different areas of Jewish uh, customs. Um especially well-grounded Jewish families, probably go through that all the time. At, at what point did you know you made it? And I'm not looking for names. I'm not looking you to name a certain rabbi, but was it when, when a specific or a certain rabbi went ahead and, and gave his uh, you know, mark of approval? Is that when you knew you made it, or was there a different type of moment when you realized you had turned the corner? Well, you know, there's so many different things. When you, when you, when you go out into the street and, uh, you, you know, you see just somebody who you don't know any, anything about, but they're wearing trelet, whether they're, you know, from your, you know, quote, uh, camp, or from a camp that's very, very different from you, uh, and, and, and you just look around and, and, and see people wearing trelet, it's a very, very heartwarming idea. Um, for me, I guess, uh, uh, probably the, uh, I, I wouldn't call it necessarily a vindication, but I can say that you know, my, my, my Rebbe, one of my, one of my Rebbeim was, 
Rev. Lichtenstein, and he was not uh, uh, not necessarily a fan of Tchelet, and I hope that people will come uh, to this Yom Biyun in the Young Israel of Woodmere this, uh, this Sunday, uh, because you'll hear a lot of different opinions, and there's the opinion of Rev. Salavechik, which will, I'm sure, have uh, a, a very important place there. Nonetheless, when uh, 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 my son, who was a student of Rev. Lichtenstein's son, got a call one day and said, please tie Tchelet for me, I thought that was an interesting vindication. <laughs> and maybe that's something that we need to, to keep in mind. One generation may not necessarily accept this, but we're not looking here for the, uh, for the quick win. Right. We're looking for the next generation and the generation of Gedolim after that and the generation of rabbis and Jews after that. Well, not that I'm any type of leader, but uh, I will tell you that I do not wear tchelet and my oldest son does. So maybe there's something to that theory that uh, it is generational and it's slowly seeping into the, uh, into the halachic uh, mores of... Uh, there you go. Uh, Dr. Baruch Sturman is with us. He's co-author of the book, The Rarest Blue. We're talking about Tchelet this coming Sunday. He and many others are addressing uh, the gathering at the Yom Iyun at the Young Israel of Woodmere in uh, the five towns. You're all invited beginning at 8.30 for a light breakfast and then 9 o'clock for all the sessions. Uh, there'll also be a dying demonstration. Is that is that a very? I mean, I, I know for you after twenty five years it may not be, but to, for the average person, is that a really cool procedure or it's a rather boring procedure? How would you classify the dying demonstration? There's a phrase in German, "Herr can do Hexen und Blaufarben," right? They can do witchcraft and blue dyeing because when you look at the way the blue dyeing changes its colors before your eyes, it really looks like magic. Mm. I've done this procedure for people, for kids that are in, in, in kindergarten, and I've done this procedure for rabbis who are, you know, in their 70s and 80s, and the look of wonder when the wool changes color before your eyes is exactly the same for a five-year-old and for a 75-year-old. It's really an amazing process to see. The Ptil Tchelet Yom Yun marks 25 years since the renewal of Tchelet this coming Sunday starting at 9 a.m. at the Young Israel of Woodmere. Information, go to the website tchelet.com, T-E-K-H-E-L-E-T. Dot com. We mentioned Rabbi Billet and Dr. Ari Greenspan, Mr. Joel Guberman, Rabbi Vincent Halberstam, Rabbi Arya Leibowitz, Rabbi Herschel Schechter, Rabbi Dr. Mayor Soloveitchik, Dr. Baruch Sturman, who's on our phone line, Rabbi Michael Talbis, Rabbi Dr. Tzvi Hirsch Weinrib are all part of the Yom Iyun this coming Sunday. What does it say, Dr. Sturman, that such an amazing roster of uh, rabbinic presenters are going to be there at the Young Israel of Woodmere on Sunday? I think it, uh, it speaks wonders for this beautiful mitzvah and for the... Um uh, for how diverse really it is. I mean, here we have uh, we have such an array of, of speakers and on all different topics related to this. You don't necessarily have to be a fan of Tchelet. You can actually be somebody who is extremely skeptical and maybe you'll come away uh, 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 having the same feelings afterwards. But this is a just uh, a magnificent, beautiful mitzvah that has so many different aspects and different uh, ideas associated with it. Halachic ideas, spiritual ideas, uh, philosophic ideas, fundamental ideas um, of what it means when you have a tradition that's been lost and now you're trying to renew it. It has ramifications that go far, far, far beyond 
the question of are you going to put the chaylet on your talit or are you not going to put it on? And uh, I think that you'll have this array. We had a, a conference about a year ago in Israel, and we also had a tremendous uh, uh, showing of scholars and, and uh, rabbis. And that uh, conference had, um, uh, had, had great things that came out of it. In fact, uh, there were some things that came out of it, specifically the announcement of a, of a fabric that had been found in one of the Bar Kokhba caves that, uh, that uh, proved that the technology that we have today, this technology of using the Murex snail to produce a blue-lasting fast dye that we believe is Tchelet, that technology existed uh, in the times of Bar Kokhba in Israel. So that uh, uh, announcement that came out of our last conference was something that was picked up by the New York Times, by National Geographic, and even made the front page of a Turkish newspaper daily. Wow. So who knows what will come out of this conference. I think that there's quite, a, uh, uh, um, quite an opportunity for everybody to learn something uh, and maybe be inspired also. Is there a shortage of the snail or it's in great supply? It's in pretty good supply. We get our snails right now from Croatia. We don't get them from Israel because uh, all, spe- all invertebrate species off the coasts of, of Israel are protected. And uh, so we wouldn't want to uh, do anything to go against, uh, against the government on that one. Uh, but we get our snails from Croatia, and we, we have, I would say, from March to November, we have literally an army of fishermen who are collecting snails for uh, Jews to wear on their tzitzit uh, throughout that, uh, that whole period. They're right in the midst of it now. And we bring in enough dye uh, not only to uh, satisfy the needs that we have now, but we stockpile dye to make sure that, uh, that in the future, should there any, be any kind of a shortage, uh, we won't have any problems in terms of our production abilities. I assume the best place for information for Sunday's event is the Tchelet.com website, right? That's right, and uh, right on the front page there you can click. There's, a, there's a, an ad uh, for the Yomiyun. Uh, there you can go in and you can see the, um, the actual topics that people will be speaking about. The topics uh, are, are intriguing, but the speakers uh, will, I'm absolutely sure, will deliver and will not uh, in any way um, disappoint. They're just wonderful speakers. Every, every one of them will have something fascinating, I'm sure, to say and, uh, and have some inspiring thoughts about this topic and about the ramifications that I think go beyond the just, uh, just what we have here. The Batil Tchelet Yom Yun, marking 25 years since the renewal of Tchelet this Sunday, 9 a.m., Young Israel of Woodmere. Very impressive roster of speakers from great rabbinic leaders. Information, go to the website, tchelet.com, T-E-K-H-E-L-E-T.com. Dr. Baruch Sturman, I thank you. Good luck on Sunday and best regards to all. Okay, thank you, Malcolm. Good to speak to you again. More coming up. It's a Sphere Format Monday at JM in the AM.